chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. Advocates and analysts will join us to discuss the ongoing path to reform and legislation. Now, the State of Cannabis, with your host, Dave Inman. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, keeping you, our listeners, on the pulse of what's happening in cannabis today. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Cole Ducey with AutoCure. Now, Cole, you're the inventor of this product, correct? Correct. For our listeners, tell us a little bit about this technology. Yeah, so it's a technology uh, in that we've scaled uh, to multiple sizes and multiple different styles of airtight chambers which range from the smallest at-home grower. Uh, it's a tabletop unit, and uh, we scale all the way up to the largest commercial facilities, which are walk-in chambers, um, where you actually walk into the chambers and you can either hang or you can use uh, trays in those configurations. Um, the basis of the technology is that each one of our chambers is equipped with our custom robotic system uh, as well as our custom software, which will it uses digital sensors inside of our chambers to burp or purge uh, the moisture-saturated air that gets trapped inside of our chambers um, as the flower is releasing moisture into that air. So... So once that moisture level gets too high in inside of our chambers, then the then the atmosphere completely purges itself, and that process happens over and over again, um, which which creates the drying and curing process within our chambers. So with this uh, more automated process, I would assume that the uh, the the curing is is uh, done at a faster rate and with uh, less uh, issues of mold and things like that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So because the burping process is done in our systems, it's done by a robotic system that allows for that burping process to be done at a much more efficient and consistent basis than if it was done manually um, by somebody working in a facility or, or in their, in their uh, at home garden. Um, so you're going to get higher consistency a higher quality, and it's going to reduce the time period as well uh, due to the, the automation of our software and our product system. So how long has this uh, product been out in the market for now? On the market, we've been in the market for about uh, a year and a half now, I believe, but we've been developing the technology and we, we did a, a really long beta test. Um, and this has been about a four-year process to this point. Um, so there was a lot of testing and a lot of design that went in uh, before we actually brought it to market, uh, which we did about a year and a half ago. We, we've been going to trade shows and um, uh, just meeting a whole bunch of uh, really great customers. So um, I'm, uh, this sounds like it's a very scalable product. Um, do you have custom solutions that you can use in uh, any facility or do you, or do you just basically add additional uh, size boxes basically? Uh, we could do either. Um, like I said, we do, we do all the, the design and the engineering in-house. So if uh, we had a, a large facility, for instance, that 
needed a certain dimension of chambers to fit inside of their dry room, then uh, that's no problem for us. So uh, we, we have sizes that that we recommend if a customer wants that. Otherwise, if the customer wants a, a custom size, then we could do that as well. Um, and that also goes along with our software solution, which uh, the customer has the ability to save all of their drying and curing data if they wish, um, and they'll be able to process and analyze that data in whatever way they choose, and we could help them out with that in terms of software solutions as well. Now, is that going to benefit uh, like seed to sale uh, tracking? Yeah, so so our software solution has a, has a multiple level of uh, platforms uh, depending upon what type of facility that you are, or if you're an if you're an at home grower and you just have a, a table, our small tabletop unit, um, you could use our software solutions to look on your smartphone and you'll be able to tell remotely what your drying and curing flower is doing inside of our chamber in real time without having to open the door or anything like that. Um, so that's a, that's a peace of mind type thing. Um, and you're able to see graphical data of your um, relative humidity levels uh, and temperatures. Um, and then on the other hand, if you're a very large scale facility, um, our software solutions can be used for more analyzing of big, the big data that's coming back from multiple um, cure runs that this facility has done with a large scale amount of flour. Uh, so we'll, our solutions will also be able to analyze all their data and, and allow them to make sense of that. So they're able to lock those parameters in and get that consistent cure uh, every time. Now, so if, if uh, this uh, grow cloud is what it's called, correct? Correct, yep. Okay, so with, with grow cloud, does it have any uh, hooks to be able to uh, add that data into, say, like an MJ freeway? Or uh, would this just be data that you would enter into MJ freeway? So the day, I've, I've never actually heard of MJ freeway specifically, so, so I apologize for that. But um, how, how the cloud works is that if you, would li- if you like to use it, our, our, each of our units are able to hook to Wi-Fi. And if you choose to do that, then the real-time data that is coming from each one of our chambers is then transmitted to our cloud system and it's there for the user on our cloud system. Um, if that user would like to take that data and transfer it to another type of software service, which it sounds like um, the MJ Freeway is another type of software service. Is that correct? It's basically, uh, you know, the, in, in a lot of states, uh, seed to sale is, is very important. So knowing your, your wet okay. weight to your dry weight um, and then, you know, obviously making sure none of it accidentally disappears. Um, so, yeah. you know, it would just be an interesting uh, aspect if that uh, could funnel into one of those uh, existing uh, softwares. Um, but it yeah. definitely uh, helps the whole uh, the whole aspect, obviously, if you're able to cure and, and uh, accelerate that process, but you're also able to uh, minimize or mitigate, uh, you know, the chances of spores and, and molds, uh, you know, entering the chamber. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, just to answer your question, um, it does API with any seed to sale 
software system. It just we just need to do a, a patch to do that, which is which is simple. So yeah, all of our data is able to funnel into whatever type of software system, seed to sale system that the grower uh, uses. That's a very unique feature. That's uh, something that I think a lot of people will be able to get benefit out of. So that's uh, that's great that that exists. So uh, what are the types of things in the in the horizon? Uh, uh, any uh, trade shows coming up? Yeah, we uh, are actually going to the Indo Expo at the end of January here. I believe it's the, the 27th and the 28th in Denver. And then we always do the MJ Biz show on the East Coast and in Las Vegas, and I believe there's one in Toronto this year, too. So we, we, we do multiple trade shows uh, throughout the year. Excellent, excellent. So uh, all you people in Denver, uh, if you're going to be at the Indo Expo, make sure you and swing by and, and take a look at uh, the Auto Cure. Um, so you've been in, in the market for about a year and a half now, about four and a half years of, of development. Um, what, uh, what do you think you'll be using to uh, maybe expand the offerings or what, what are uh, items uh, potentially to, to add in for the future? We've been working this year, excuse me, on our walk-in chamber systems, which are built into the largest um, and large commercial facilities. So as I mentioned before, they are airtight chambers that are installed inside of the facility's dry room uh, where the flower is actually put into our chambers um, to promote quality and consistency on the largest scale. So one of, one of the issues that happens once you start producing at uh, very high levels is that it's hard, it can be hard to promote consistency and top shelf quality in these very large dry rooms. So our walk-in chambers are actually in addition to those dry rooms that allow for consistency and quality at those levels. That's a, that sounds like it's going to be a, a very interesting uh, endeavor that uh, watching something like this, um, you know, it's, it's one of those items for me that uh, it just makes a lot of sense. And uh, one that will wind up most likely becoming an industry standard very quickly. Um, Cole, we got to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we will have Cole Ducey, uh, inventor of the Auto Cure. We'll be right back with you, folks. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest-growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Introducing Blue Moon CBD straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. 
Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Cole Ducey, inventor of AutoCure. Um, so this is this is kind of a unique device. Um it uh, it actually it sounds like you could probably use it on more things than just cannabis. Um, is there any uh, additional verticals that you would utilize this product in? Yeah, that's a really good um, you know question. Um, to answer it shortly, yes. And one of the biggest industries that uh, is possible is the craft beer market. Uh, from what I've heard, um, because. Uh, hops need to be cured as well. Uh, so curing is a process that happens on a lot of different, um, you know, fruits, vegetables, um, but cannabis as well. So, um, yeah, we're, we're looking, we're focused on cannabis now because it's such a growing industry. And on top of that, from what we've seen and heard, the art of curing has almost been lost a little bit uh, as the industry has been growing. Um, as, as I mentioned before the break, that once you get to certain levels of production, it becomes uh, very inefficient and time consuming to actually be manually burping buckets or jars once you get to large scale. So what a lot of facilities have turned to have, have just been uh, really what we call extended drying. So there, it's not actually the true curing process because on those, on those levels of production, it's, it's just uh, inefficient to do and it, it could cause a lot of waste. Um, so auto cure comes in and allows for that true curing process on any scale um, with a huge reduction in in labor because the machines do all the burping for the user. So, so yeah, for my there, uh, for a, for our listeners, kind of explain the difference between a true cure and a, a long cure or a long dry. Yeah. So. Uh, as I said, we, we call it extended drying versus true curing. And um, the way we explain it is that extended drying is actually done in a continuous air environment, which means that this flower is sitting in a dry room that is set to a certain atmospheric condition. Um, and in that dry room, what happens is that when there's a lot of flour in these dry rooms, especially when they get larger, microclimates occur within the dry room um, because the, the HVAC system itself isn't able to combat all of the moisture release that's happening. So little microclimates occur, occur within that dry room. 
and that causes um, certain flower in certain areas to dry and cure it at different rates. Um, in our system, we refer to it as a minimum effective airflow system, which means that there's the, the minimum amount of airflow that's actually necessary for the chamber, our chambers to be completely evacuated and for a new atmosphere to be brought in. And then once that happens, our, our chambers close themselves off and become airtight. And, and what happens at that point is there's no air movement inside of our chambers, which allows the flower within our chamber to release the moisture that it has within it into the air within our chamber without any airflow. And what we see through the, the graphs that come back in our chambers over and over again is the flower is releasing moisture at a very natural rate. We see these really beautiful uh, graphical curves. They're like basically uh, natural curves as the flower is releasing its moisture into the air inside of our chamber. So with that, the flower within our chamber is releasing its moisture at a very consistent rate. And that is how we believe that our flower in auto cure chambers in relation to extended drying in side-by-side -side analysis with multiple different lab tests, we're seeing as high as 20% uh, retention in terpene profiles, and we've seen up to 5.3 points in active THC increase. And there's a lot of science that needs to go um, done behind this, but what we believe is producing those higher lab test reports is that the flower within our chamber is actually, because it's subjected to a minimum effective airflow system, it's able to release its moisture at a much more consistent and natural rate than in extended drying. So the resin glands are going to slowly open instead of being like shook open kind of thing. So it's letting like your wine breathe a little bit as opposed to just drinking out of the bottle. Correct. That's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Um, because what, what's actually happening when you're drying and curing the whole uh, goal is to have the moisture release itself from the flower, but you have to do it at a, at a slow enough rate so that the terpene, the resin, uh, the terpene oils don't dissolve off as well. So if, if your flower is drying too quickly or it's not being cured properly, then there's a good chance you're actually dissolving off or evaporating off your terpenes as well. So in our, in our chambers, it keeps the moisture release rate at a, at a very optimal uh, band with in order to retain those terpenes and those cannabinoids. So it's uh, goes without saying, uh, you probably didn't start in cannabis. So uh, what was the trajectory that brought you into cannabis? Well, I, I've, I've actually been, been using cannabis for um, quite, quite a while now when I started when I was in high school. So I was always into cannabis, so to speak. Um, I started growing it in a, in a house that I lived in right after I graduated college. 
And that's actually when I learned about the curing process. And I was actually able to see firsthand what the curing process did to the flower after drying. Um, so that's really where I got the initial idea because on top of that, I learned how labor intensive the, the true curing process actually is. Um, go ahead. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the, so uh, the curing process you were saying, sorry. Yeah. So uh, I, that's when I learned about the curing process and uh, I learned that it was, it's very time consuming. It could be, um, screwed up very easily. You could either have mold or you could have over drying very easily if you weren't really on top of what you were doing. Um, so, uh, after I, I, um, I ended, ended up moving back home. And so at that point I started to become an engineer and, uh, I learned how to do CNC machining, uh, and all kinds of, uh, mechanical engineering uh and i opened a shop um through a, another company that I, that I have and um through that process i ended up developing the auto cure kind of as, as on the side in a sense uh but i just wanted to um have enough time to develop this technology so it was something that built for multiple years um as I developed and did beta tests and, and tested the device. Uh, and that's where I am now. We have a shop, uh, a manufacturing facility in San Diego, and uh, we do all the engineering and the designing here. So American-made too, huh? Yep, American-made, American-designed uh, and inspired. Um, so, yeah, everything's done here uh, in San Diego. You know, it's always uh, funny. I like to ask some of the guests, like, what uh, their – their trajectory is, you know, the, the, why they got into cannabis. Um, you know, most people's background isn't, isn't in cannabis, but a lot of us, you know, uh, dabbled in for many, many years either way. But, uh, the, the, the things that we'd actually have to do, uh, for work, you know, and for you, uh, it, you were an engineer at, at uh, prior to still are, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, the, the background that, uh, we, we leave behind as we embark on the cannabis journey is always kind of fun to highlight from time to time. Uh, just because, um, you know, all of us had to be in a closet, you know, and now we, uh, we get to be out of that closet and explore what, uh, you know, what life really should have been all along. So well done. Um, so like I said, I think this is one of those products is, that really is going to wind up being an industry standard. It's just something that, um, makes a lot of sense. Um, not just in cannabis, but in, in several, uh, different things. Hops is a, a prime example of that. Um, and it sounds like it's very, very scalable. Um, would this uh, chamber also be potentially uh, usable for long-term storage? Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, so, yes, we have a feature on our, our touchscreen interface that comes with every unit um, that after the drying and curing process is done, if you would like to keep the flower or whatever you have in, inside of our chamber, if you'd like, like to keep that inside for storage, you simply press a button. And at that point, the software system and the robotics will remain airtight and they will not vent themselves any longer. So at that point, you're creating an airtight sealed environment for your cannabis to store in 
Uh, and really we, we call that extended curing because uh, at that point you're really, that's a long-term curing process where you actually don't want any more air on the flower. You're just having it sit in an airtight environment um, for an extended period of time. Gotcha. We, we got to take a real quick break. Uh, when we get back, folks, uh, Cole Ducey, uh, inventor of AutoCure. We'll be right back with you. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. What do master growers, dispensary owners, extraction artists, and infusion chefs all have in common? They'll all be in Denver, Colorado at NCIA Seed the Sales Show, February 7th and 8th. Don't miss a chance to learn alongside 3,000 of the cannabis industry's best and brightest in three highly focused tracks about cultivation, infused products and extractions, and business strategies and innovation. Network and shop for all of your business needs across 40,000 square feet of Expo 4. Register before January 29th to save $200. NCIA Seed the Sales Show. SeedTheSalesShow.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Cole Ducey, inventor of AutoCure. So uh, let's dive back into uh, into that last conversation we were just having about extended uh, extended uh, storage. Now, um, you know, in, in other episodes, I've had uh, people discuss about how long cannabis really has a shelf life for. Um, do you see that uh, this actually extends that shelf life by chance, or just a nice safe environment for it? Yeah, it's it's really both. So that's a good point. Um, as, as I mentioned before the break. After the, the drying and the curing process, the, um, the initial stages of the curing process, once that's complete, there's really a point where you don't want that flower to get fresh air on it any longer. Um, because if you do, then you're subjecting those terpenes to uh, evaporation. Because the flower, the, the flower has already lost a significant amount of its moisture content, um, and it doesn't need to lose any more at that quickly of a uh, at that quick of a of a level. So 
at that point, in order to um, keep the cannabis for longer, allow it to, to stay good for longer, you're going to want to, uh, using our system, press the storage button to lock down the, the, the air chamber, in a sense, uh, so that that cannabis that's inside is not getting fresh air any longer, um, so as to allow it to save for a longer period of time. And then on top of that, it's also in an airtight chamber, so it's, it's completely safe. It's um, amongst a lot of other cannabis, so it has that, um, your, your nose, your, your, um, the smell is, is building in itself. So there's a lot of benefits to actually allowing the flower to move into that extended storing storage phase. Um, the issue with that is that it just takes a longer period of time and a, a lot of commercial facilities have, have, um, you know, production schedules that they need to maintain. So they're, they're using our system. It, it, it looks like that's the, that's the easiest way to do it on a commercial level. Um, and so we recommend it. Um, but yeah, as to your point, it covers both of those areas, both it, it provides a safe place for the cannabis to sit in storage, but it also allows it to keep for a longer period of time at, at the high quality that it was, um, you know, a few weeks to a month earlier. You know, we uh, we got a couple of minutes left, and I just want to get your uh, your thoughts on a couple of recent uh, changes in our in our uh, in our uh, industry, and that would be uh, Mr. Jeff Sessions and his uh, rescinding of the uh, Cole and Ogden memos. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that uh, that's going to impact your uh, business or uh, anyone else's business? To be completely honest, I I don't. Um, I know it's something that's a little bit alarming to have happen. I don't agree with it at all. Obviously the states have voted and the states have chosen, you know, what they, the laws that they want to implement in their own respective uh, areas. Um, I, I don't pay much attention to it to be completely honest for that reason. I think that um, the momentum has just swung so much in favor of this progress that we're seeing with the, with the cannabis industry that, if anybody really tries to really thwart it or, um, you know, set it way back, I, I think there would just be a lot of backlash on that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not too concerned about it, although it is a little alarming. You know, it's uh, the timing was quite unfortunate with uh, California just coming online. Um, however, I, I think that, uh, you know, as, as long as we're able to really show numbers that come out of the, you know, the world's fifth largest economy, uh, California, uh, that it's going to speak volumes and uh, really should be the, the tipping point for the rest of the world. You know, at least the U.S., but uh, certainly a, a loosening of the noose uh, that we've uh, put on so many states and countries. Um but it's one of those things that we always kind of got to keep our eye on the ball and we always have to, to you know, be as engaged in, uh, in, in the movement as possible. You know, uh, it's, it's and very often it's our livelihood that can be at stake. So, um, and with that, uh, you know, Cole, I want to really thank you for coming on the show. I, I absolutely uh, dig the product that you've created. Uh, look forward to uh, bumping into it into a facility uh, very soon. 
Um, and of course, I want to thank all of you for joining us for this edition of the State of Cannabis. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Uh, also, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Don't forget to like and comment. I'm your host, Dave Inman. We'll talk with you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.